When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. One more thing I wanted to say about Patrice Perjean is we didn't really talk too much about him, the person. Mm-hmm. Just one of the best guys, like not just talking the talk, but walking the walk as well. He did the the video for supporting trans rights in, I think, 2017 for the Bruins and you know, wanted to make sure everyone felt like they were welcome in TD Garden. 2020, he made a really great statement about the Black Lives Matter protests and, you know, committed a bunch of his own money to black charities. He sat down everyone to watch the Kyle Beach interview and wanted to make sure everybody knew how important it was to create an environment where someone felt comfortable coming to anybody in that room and you know, saying that they have an issue like that, if that were to happen. Yeah, I mean, just like one of the all-time best not-captains until he became the captain. Yeah, really fucking great dude. All right, what's brewing, everybody? Uh, this is the one that we have been waiting for. As I think Taylor Swift once said, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling really fucking sad. Season 5, Episode 6 of the Bruins and Bruins podcast. Patrice Bergeron is officially retiring. I'm just going to get it out into the world. Oh, yeah, you know, we're going to toss it around. We got the whole squad here, of course. Drew and Chris, if you've listened to the pod before, you've probably heard of them. <laughs> Let's go around. Hopefully, everybody's got something stronger than I have because I just got Coors Light, so it's not it's not quite enough for the occasion. But anybody got something more more fancy to toast to uh, for a proper thirty seven? Yeah, like stands through the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. Um, I've got myself a Diego Pilsner from Pizza Port Brewing Company. This is the last I have of these. Uh, fittingly, as all things die. Yeah, still delicious, but it will at one point end. <laughs> I'm going to, in honor of Patrice Bergeron, everything is going to taste good and drink well tonight. So uh, you know 37's all omen? around. You know, it's a great omen. As you were reviewing that, I looked up at the Red Sox bullpen and who was warming but number 37, Nick Pavetta. And I don't love that it's happening in the first inning, but <laughs> the first number of seen tonight, that's a, that's a good thing. True. Um, I, I myself... ASMR, um, have from Groundbreaking Brewing. Uh, they do gluten-free beer, 
It's uh, Inclusion Dry Hopped Pale Ale, which the first two cans of this four-pack I did not enjoy on separate occasions and different locations. So, ooh, that was a good rhyme. And I still don't like it too much, and I still don't like what's happened with Patrice Bergeron. Um, but we'll get into that, I suppose. And I th- I th- it's fitting. It's a it's bitter. It's bittersweet. This beer is bittersweet. Thirty sevens all around. So b- before we move on <laughs> too far from it, uh, I didn't realize that Nick Pavetta had taken the number thirty seven. Um, why wasn't that retired? Why was that not, not retired for Hideki Okajima? I'm wondering why it's not retired just immediately right now across all Boston sports this day of in effect. Uh, maybe I thought maybe the whole team was wearing 37 in honor of Bergeron. Maybe that's what's going on. It's a it's a prime number and he's a prime player. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what Alex Corris said before the game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it a prime? It's gotta be right. Yeah, it yeah, is. Um, I looked it up earlier today because I thought I was like, wait, that's a prime number, right? And you, you can just like in your head go, I can't divide thirty-seven by. Eight. No, I mean that's I what happened. That's, that's what kind of what's happening. And I was question. like, I have to make sure though because I always question math. Have to have to double check myself there. But on drinkability and tasteability, thirty-sevens all around. Nothing, nothing to double check there. Cam, did you have 37s all around? Oh, 37s all around, of course, yeah. And uh, like uh, like we spoke with Pete Bissell about during our interview with him, uh, beer is very much a situational experience, and and today, situationally, it was going to be 37s all around, no matter matter what was in the hands. So, uh, shouts to Lancey. So, I guess let's just talk wider, wider context here for a sec. It is the end of July, I think. Most of us had probably deduced that if Patrice Bergeron was going to be playing hockey this season, we might have heard something about it a little bit earlier. Uh, maybe that was me just trying to dampen the blow when it finally came. But at this point, you know, I don't know how many people – was anybody really caught off guard today beyond the shock of it finally happening, of course, but from a, you know, a zoomed-out standpoint? Honestly, like a little. It kind of seemed like it was trending the other way. Um, but now, obviously, we know – based on the tribute video that uh, his teammates did that was recorded back around breakup day, um, that this has been in the cards for a while. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the, what the reasons for all of this, you know, the waiting was, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he thought about doing like a Tuca and maybe giving it, one last shot, like maybe get an extra surgery, see if it, see if he can come around and, and work it out. But uh, my, my assumption is considering just how much he had left in the tank last year in terms of production and how good he was, um, is that he must have been like physically broken enough where it would have required uh, either surgery or significant rehab to come back and, I think, you know, you could hear it in interviews where, especially the interview that he did with, with Brad, where they were kind of talking about like Brad was trying to keep him around and he was like, yeah, I don't know how much longer I have in my body here. Like everything kind of sounded like he was kind of ready to retire. And, you know, you don't see a lot, especially in the NHL, you don't see a lot of players like consider retirement for multiple years. 
So yeah. grand scheme of things is not super surprising to me, but it did feel like, oh, he's like back working out. He's working out hard, like kind of seemed like he was trending toward maybe uh, announcing that he was coming back. But yeah, I think I think it definitely was surprisingly in terms of I did not expect that to come up on a random Tuesday. I don't know. It was Tell like I wasn't you. thinking about it. <laughs> The last thing I saw about him was a happy birthday post from the Boston Bruins Instagram account, you know, so it was like, ah, nice. Um, so, yeah, surprising in that matter. But like, like, like kind of like Chris said, knowing he's been mulling it over, you expect something to come at some point. Um, but I was just talking with someone about how uh, literally yesterday, um, today being Tuesday, the day of the the announcement um and we i was saying you know the longer it goes the more it seems to trend likely that he is gonna come back um just i feel like he wouldn't leave them hanging like that long and ironically now he has announced it um which i think is good too for timing wise so the bruins can officially also move on maybe they had word much earlier and this is when it was announced but um I think that's good as well. But yeah, bittersweet, but definitely uh, did not expect that at like 10 a.m. this morning. <laughs> to, to, to that note, Drew, the uh, Ty pointed out that in the tribute video to Patrice that like all of his teammates were wearing the clothes that they were wearing on breakup day. So like the assumption is that they've known about this for a while. Gotcha. Yeah, like I wouldn't imagine they'd have him film it. Like, uh, hey, just we don't know, <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean. Not even, especially uh, with like Krejci basically crying. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like a thing that it was like, yeah, hey, just in case. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, which, I mean, that actually kind of raises the question. I mean, like obviously, just speaking about his friend that much, but like, I don't know. Does that mean crazy? You might be interested in coming back. I don't know. Just curious. Just curious. I, I was, I was thinking about this. Uh, Cause if crazy has also decided to retire and given that information to the front office, wouldn't it make sense that it be announced tomorrow or like this week? Yeah. I could see them um, being like, give Patrice's own day, but then like, I also feel like, he'd be like nah <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm interested to know whether like either he hasn't made a decision yet or if you know he's already decided to come back and it just hasn't been made official i i don't know but you know it, it is interesting to think about cuz i don't think he had as much left in the tank as patrice did uh but he was still effective to a point i mean he had the most goals he's had in a season since 2017 18 he had 53 points in 71 games or something like that. It was like a pretty effective season um, and was really good on the power play. Um, not so much defensively. So I, I think it would be interesting to put him with like JVR, who's become like a really good defensive winger in his late career and um, maybe keep Pasta on his right wing to keep that scoring up. But, you know, he's a valuable player in certain aspects. So, um, especially with the Bruins kind of hurting at the center position. I, I would welcome him back. Yeah, that's, that would definitely soften the blow. I really didn't foresee, and we'll get back to Bergeron here in a sec, because that's, that's got to be the focus today, obviously. But 
I, I didn't really foresee a situation or going into the offseason where Krejci would be the only one coming back. I kind of figured if it was going to be one of them, it was going to be Bergeron. So I haven't really thought through it that much. But like Chris said, I think based on the state of how this roster is coming together right now, this is clearly going to be kind of a, a stopgap year. You know what I mean? A lot of one-year deals for some older guys, see how things shake up post-Bergeron. Um, and the free agent crop next year is chef's yes. kiss. It's yes. <laughs> one, of the, one of the best in years. Exactly. So having a guy like Krejci that can keep you at least kind of competitive and a little appealing to those teams because you don't want to bottom out next year is the biggest thing. Like you can't – like oh, they got number one. they're not going to get a number one pick. They're too good to like really bottom out. So you don't want to be like – Don't they not teams. have their pick next year either? Yeah. Probably, yeah, I think you're right, actually. So at that point, the, <laughs> either way, whether they had Bergeron or not, the Bruins are back to business as normal this coming season of we're going to be competitive. And as ownership, we don't care beyond that. So we'll see what happens. And that's why the Bruins get close all the time. And, so, and on that note, like with Bergeron, uh, like it just I wish he could have won more cups like he got one, which is good. Like in great and like thank God, because uh, if he were not to have, then he'd just go down as one of the best to have not. And there's there's a list of of really great players that have not won a cup, but um, Claudia's not on that list. But like just they they came so close in 2019, uh, and then you have against Chicago, and then there's a couple other years this year included where they're destined to have this amazing run and everything's going perfect. Like I I don't blame him from that sense to being like all right that's that was it like that the stars aligned and then they it got ripped apart and i 82 more games plus a long playoff run again what are the chances um so it <clears throat> it feels like the right time and i wish i wish he could have gone out on top though and kind of one of those players that really deserves it in a way alternatively um, though like he did win one, like, which had been mentioned. But like, he that did, is, yeah. That is like <laughs> what I'm the, the way I'm seeing it is like, thank God we, we're not sitting here going like we never got him a cup. Like I know yes, it was a while exactly, cup, but, <laughs> but that does change. And I, you know, I think as Krejci struggled through tears to say he's an obvious Hall of Famer regardless, um, but just to not have it deal with any of that, like oh, he never won the ring or whatever. Like you know, he he did, and obviously I think he deserved more of that that career. And, just the person he is, but um, he did get one, which you know, I guess the the silver lining. <laughs> yeah, uh, over a what seventeen year career, he averaged almost thirty goals and forty assists, so like pretty good stuff from that guy, uh, and one of the best defensive players uh, ever to play the game. Speak. I just made the trophy after. Speaking. Of playing the game, new customers can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. Bet just $5 to score $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Kansas. Call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort Kansas in West Virginia. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races and Connecticut Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. Max bet $50. 10 plus legal leg wreck for for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash baseball terms. Jesus Christ, man. I was thinking like, wow, that's one of the quickest DraftKings ad reads we've ever had. And then yeah, so they, they changed quadrupled it. the... Yeah, because we have to read that on air now, but we don't have to put it in our episode descriptions anymore. So there's that. Very exciting. <laughs> um, before the pitchforks come out, the uh, little stat that I uh, provided before the break, uh, that was based on 82-game... Uh, projection so like if you averaged out his uh production to 82 games 29 goals 40 assists cheers to i must have like beer geron oh too sad to like really dive into legacy stuff you know it's just <laughs> uh the end of an era oh we do have to usher in the uh the new time scale that, that Chris came up with before the show. Would you like to, to share yeah. that with listeners? Well, <laughs> as of today, we have started uh, year one AB, Jeez. and Long prior list. to that, will be will be known as uh, BCB, I guess. <laughs> before <laughs> Common Bergeron, <laughs> oh my God. Nice. we have to. Uh, we should change that. Fuck seasons. Fuck that. No, no, we got to just start doing After Bergeron, episode yeah. one, AB. Or... <laughs> I think we just have to do that. <laughs> I don't, I, we'll, we'll talk about it off pod conversation. This is business strategy, right? <laughs> business. <laughs> marketing. We, we, can't, we can't let people in on our business and marketing immediately. Well, SEO talk over here. Um, <laughs> but we can let them in on their thoughts on Bergeron. If we want to get into that, oh yeah, right the uh, three point seven words. Yeah, you have it pulled up yeah. on on X.com. Yeah, <laughs> yes, on X. Yes, oh, like, yo, do you have the X's X. pulled up on X? Little, Every, little everything simple. called an X. Wait, he named both of them X. I got, I got triple X, baby. Where do you post an X or do you do an X? You like, I just X. I exit. I exit. <laughs> no, I exit. E X I T. I uh, I threaded yesterday that uh, in, in a Lil Wayne voice uh, had a bad tweet. Call it pedestrian xing. <laughs> I 
Oh, we should insert some crickets in there, but I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was yeah, that was a Cam and the and Co crowd. I don't know. They're, th- that that missed me, but that's okay. And, and I don't have to know who Lil Wayne is to. Yeah, I, I know who Lil Wayne is. Oh, Lil I don't Wayne know is any a, of his music. Fan, right? <laughs> I, or no, he's I, a I Sox know. fan. He is a Sox fan. Uh, I, uh, that joke had nothing to do with uh, his music. That was just like, I guess, typical of his his music is like making little like puns, but the pun was irrespective of his music because, you know, pedestrian can be uh, poor and Xing would be tweeting. I thought it was good. Yeah, thank you. I, Drew still doesn't think it's fun. We'll have to edit out the explanation of the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Editor's note. Fuck you, Drew. I'm going to leave it in. Don't tell me what to do. But anyway, here is how you... As in like the... That we actually got like you over a dozen people. Drew was in the backseat of your car listening to how you think about Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, so, so we, we, we X'd out. How would you describe Patrice Bergeron's career in 3.7 words or less, which Chris said should have been fewer grammatically, to which I said, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. Uh, We'll share your answers on the pod tonight. And as promised, here we are. Dusty Bender podcast says two-way guy. Um, Would we, let's. um, I think that counts as two words because it's hyphenated. Yeah, so there you go. That's well, it's three point seven or less, <laughs> so it's it fits. If it fits, it ships. Uh, wait, uh, what? What, what is the, the choice to go with guy there instead of player? Like, I this is the definition of so being, being economical wait, with guy. words, being economical with letters. So <laughs> I, I like that. No, but he like he's just the two way guy, and that's fine. Which is like if if you put a, a two way guy in the hockey. Uh, definition dictionary or whatever the picture Patrice Bergeron um, Rob Schlosser good friend of the pod said in parentheses doc then he said Emmerich comma Bergeron scores um, so cheating a little bit with that fourth but I guess it's in parentheses so we can call it a half word so that would technically be a 3.5 but can we agree with that Sure. With, well, I feel like we have to give him like a pr- stamp of approval. Like we agree. <laughs> um, Chris Blackie, friend friend of uh, me in NHL twenty three and such. Scene wild way to <laughs> yeah, <wait. laughs> introduce. That's part. like a, such a that's like almost demeaning. He's like, I oh, think he's only my NHL friend. I think we're all friends of them. I mean, we're all Bruins Twitter friends. I should say. But I'm just saying I play NHL 23 with that guy a lot. Uh, good man, Chris Blackie. But he says scene. Patrice Bergeron is a scene. Can we agree? He's a scene. Yeah. He's a scene in a movie. Uh, Eric J. Burton says he's all class. He, he's, he's class. He's class. I like the use of the apostrophe there because – that is also being economical with words. And I think that counts as th- like 3.1, 3.2 words. He's I all also, class. I also like that there's a period at the end of that tweet. So he's all class. Yeah. Just <laughs> I mean, it's a sentence. He ended it with a period. It's a, it's a, a full sentence right there. Mm-hmm. That's a, They should be using that in class 
rooms all around the country as an example of a full sentence, but Sean Rajat, he scores as best defensive forward in parentheses ever. Um, Not a complete can't... sentence, but but that agreeable? is three, three point something words. Do we, do, but do like we agree I, with that statement? That might agree. be something to ponder real quick, but yeah. That's fact. Although I, don't, I hope I hope that doesn't like hope it doesn't only go down in history as the best defensive forward because I, I feel like it's still a kind of a disservice to this game. Like best defensive and a very good two way forward as well. Guy yeah, one of the best bumpers in uh, uh, power the, play history. The one of the short oh. scorers in history. Yeah. Um. Speaking of just that, Patrick Laverty says simply the best. Simply the best. You're the best around. Uh, let's see. Number 37 um, to differentiate. It's at Big Spoon 615. Gentleman, winner, legend. Think, oh man, I think that does. Um, what 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 is this? What is this? Like? Uh, Cam Cam sent a tweet. <laughs> no, I said an X. It was an X, not a tweet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he sent an X. Sorry, I'm not calling him X's. God <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm still calling it Heinz Field. It's fine. <laughs> I, I believe they're we're supposed to call him Zeets. No, that is what Tens. no fucking way. That's that is what a uh, space cool. Karen wants us to call them. Wow. It's um, it's all because of SpaceX. It's like Meta. Um, speaking of Meta, I'd say Bergeron's Meta, I guess. Um, S. McCall McCoslin. S. McCoslin. Yes. Um, two way king. I think Bergeron's a two way king. Um, we also got. Ironically, Kevin Hanley, who has a like crown as part of his profile picture, um, 37 rafter bound period, uh, period is spelled out as a word. So do we count that as over 3.7 rafter bound can be hyphenated into one word. So, okay, there you go. And 37, is that a word if it is just the number not spelled out? Yeah. So there we go. I think that's so how it's it goes two words. Word it appears as four when you look at it quick, but it's actually two words. Wow, got some creative people out here. We got Joe Bond, fucking amazing kid. K E H D. That's that's maybe the best one so far. With a period at the end too, um, and then Alicia Adams. Fucking phenomenal, 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 Paschetti. Um, yeah, fucking phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> I thought you did it on purpose. That last. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't been. Uh, and the beer's really hitting you. Yeah? Good thing this segment is done because that was the last one. Let's Drew, time. what's your? What what's you cut out for a second on my end? What's my what? What's yours? What's my? Oh, I quote tweeted it at one point and said Saint Patrice. 
a good one. Yeah. I'll be economical with oh, mine as well. And uh, do perfection personified. That's, I'm supposed to just follow that up. Uh, <laughs> huh, that's tough. I'm gonna go with Irish uh, Nemo as one Nemo, my kid. <laughs> Name my kid Patrice. No, I don't think I think I'd be more French Canadian for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's gonna be Gat because we're just gonna take out the uh, the O. Oh, I, I think of could count as a count as a, a point seven word anyway, and go for the full coat. Uh, we got greatest at times. <laughs> greatest all time. <laughs> No, at times. Greatest at times. <laughs> this motherfucker was always on time. <laughs> and that is why we have started over. I really think we should over just... Once he is retired. We should say fuck this season's shit and just go after Bergeron episode one. We should delete all our prior episodes. Actually, we have talked about how once we have Patrice Bergeron on the podcast, we'll end the podcast. And I don't know if I'm committed to that, but well, he's no chances an active player. <laughs> exactly, chances just skyrocketed, and they were very low. So skyrocketing <laughs> is still very low. But they have gone. We had a zero percent chance and now we have a 0.01 percent chance of having patrice bergeron on the podcast but if you know him call us at one 800 gonna tell his phone number go ahead tell your phone number to the people just 1-800 bergy recorded on bruisingbruins.com yeah there you go yeah record his phone number <laughs> onto our website and we'll share it with the public um anyway my segment's over <laughs> it's pretty sick though drew you're right i think i thought it was good um do we got anything else on patrice i was bergeron? thinking of like like well, favorite patrice bergeron moments but like yeah i don't know we've probably all got the same one did you was it when i met him yeah that was my favorite one too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is also the same day that uh freaking Johnny Busick <laughs> grilled me a burger. <laughs> <laughs> I met uh Patrice Bergeron then. He was the hot shit though, so it's not really like I met. He like turned towards my father taking a picture while I was with my cousins and then turned to other people and you know was that the same day that you uh directed Jake DeBrusque in the right direction? No, but we and we, we didn't have to point Jake Jabrusk in the right direction because he found Andrew Raycroft and like Barry Peterson and, and folk uh, and was that oriented himself in TD Garden once he found them doing post game. But yeah, I thought, meeting, I thought you were gonna say like pulled off and asked directions yeah. from them. That was cool. And then also like Game Seven Toronto was Yeah, I think that was that was gonna be mine. I think that's just about everybody's favorite Patrice Bergeron moment. But Cam, unless you got a you got a special deep track, <laughs> B side. I saw other people mention the uh, the game seven goal against uh, Vancouver, the one that went in off his arm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I I disagree. I mean, I think that was that was fun, but I don't think that's like the greatest ever uh, Patrice Bergeron moment. 
Yeah, it was uh, definitely not watching him hug Brad Marchand during that last game because that was oh. Yeah. No, that 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 still brings me. No. I know. I was thinking through that earlier. Like there was a point. I probably, I guess, for every Bruins fan during that last game collapse where that thought clicked in your head where you're like, oh shit, this might be the last time I'm watching Patrice Berger on skate. And yeah, that's that's the actual tragedy, I think, of this season. It wasn't that they didn't win the Stanley Cup. It was just that that, that thought had to happen that soon. But um, just to close it out with one more email, obviously I think the Krejci one, um, and honestly I was going to say the Martian one was kind of obvious too because obviously the bomb that they've had. But watching that video, what was the – the one that stuck out to you the most the most to me was actually trent frederick uh yeah i did pause that one too, actually. Most, most of the guys were like composed and okay maybe like a little bit stone-faced not really sure what to say but trent frederick was like was choking up a little bit uh like didn't really know that they were like that close, but you know, he's a young center, someone that likes to play a defensive game. So I can imagine Patrice mentoring him. I, I, I haven't watched that video yet. I, I, I got, I wouldn't recommend honestly, unless you're ready to cry. I finally like read his statement right before we recorded. Like I couldn't fully. I I haven't read the statement yet. I, I read it until he said he announced his retirement, and I was like, all right, that's all. <laughs> that was about one-sixth of the way but, in, um, so good luck. That, <laughs> but I will say on the Trent Frederick note, and I look forward to watching the video at some point when I'm mentally prepared, um, but that I, that speaks to the kind of impact that he can have and the respect, I don't know, of even just a guy, a kid that's played with him for a couple seasons. Um has that amount of respect for and appreciation, I assume, for playing with him. So, Cam. Yeah. I, oh, or yeah, Chris. go ahead, Cam. Uh, for me, <laughs> it was definitely, it's ironic because I actually just scrolled by a video somebody clipped in 13 seconds, but um, it was it was Chuck to me, McAvoy, um, just watching him. I think that to me was the official transfer of power. I think McAvoy said something along the lines of like, you know, I'm, mentioned how important it was for him to carry on the legacy that Patrice has laid here. And yeah, he promised him he was going to take care of it as best as he could. Yeah. Which was like the most beautiful, that one fucking stabbed me to the heart. But then I was like, all right, no, nah, I'm like, I'm making the captain now. I'm cool with it. <laughs> like, it We're was in chunk. Czechies hands <laughs> now. Chuck town. That was the one, <laughs> like, that was like was cool. the light striding like, over Simba's like lands. <laughs> I really We're wanted back to, I really wanted it to be a Martian for uh, chaos reasons, but yeah, I, I, I like that we're, we're back to Ray Borkland. Plus we have Pasternak, so it's kind of cool in that way. But like we're back to, yeah, I think that's the thing to remember too about this team. We got to get this to 37 minutes. So um, that's why I'll, I'll lag on a bit, but like we, I got, I got more to add. Don't worry. We, yeah. <laughs> we, but like, we got this team here that has McAvoy as your, as your guy on defense in a, in a great supporting cast. Uh, I won't name names, Lindholm I'll, for a certain name, but other than that, there is a decent, uh, supporting, supporting roles there. And then on offense, you got Pasternak, you got Marshawn, you got, um, 
<laughs> what if Krejci came back? That'd be sick. <laughs> but you got like you got capable guys like Coil and uh, I keep wanting to say Taylor Hall, but that's not a thing anymore. Um, it, but there, but there are pieces there. This core is there, and like it's going to be okay. Like I said, like they're going to be the competitive old Bruins, and we'll see if they can squeak on through and do something magical at some point. Yeah, I mean, one one more thing I wanted to say about Patrice Bergeron is we didn't really talk too much about him, the person. Mm-hmm. Just one of the best guys, like not just talking the talk, but walking the walk as well. He did the the video for supporting trans rights in, I think, 2017 for the Bruins and, you know, wanted to make sure everyone felt like they were welcome in TD Garden. 2020, he made a really great statement about the Black Lives Matter protests and you know, committed a bunch of his own money to black charities. He sat down everyone to watch the Kyle Beach interview and wanted to make sure everybody knew how important it was to create an environment where someone felt comfortable coming to anybody in that room and, you know, saying that they have an issue like that, if that were to happen. Yeah, I mean, just like one of the all-time best not captains until he became the captain really like shouts to Zidane Chara playing for so long, but he was really the captain and waiting for, for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Really fucking great dude. Um, I hope he, I know, I know he has maybe plans to move back home cause he's, you know, he's still got family up in Quebec. Um, and you know, was, uh, I know he was talking about like the health of his father, I believe. Um, I think so, yeah. But I, I hope he, I hope he remains like a big part of the organization, not necessarily in in contract, but you know, uh, yeah. As long as he's still in contact with with people on the team, like that's that's always going to be a positive. Yeah, hopefully not a stranger around uh, the garden or, you know, other events. I know, for example, we've seen two get a ton of stuff over the last year, despite not playing there. Definitely something I would imagine we'll probably see other birds around, but also, you know, he's earned the right to, like, go fuck off he wants to. I just, I hope that doesn't happen. (laughs) And I'd be a little surprised if it does, but we're 37 minutes. There you go. There you go. All right, fellas. Well... Make it 37 37.